I'm Lauren Green, and this is the Let's Meet for Coffee podcast. This podcast was created so I could have real, authentic, and encouraging conversations with my special guests and with you. We'll talk about faith, relationships, passions, and purpose. So whether you like coffee or tea, mimosas or matcha, grab your drink and join us. We're going to keep it real, grow together, and have some fun. Hey there, thanks for listening in. My name is Lauren and welcome to another episode of Let's Meet for Coffee. So I just finished reading a book called The On Purpose Person, Making Your Life Make Sense by Kevin W. McCarthy. And I had never heard of this book before, but a friend um, let me borrow it. And it's a really, really good book. If you've never read it, I highly recommend it. It's a quick read, so the chapters are short, um, very good information, but it's in a story setting, so it's, you know, easy to get through and super helpful if you are trying to, you know, develop yourself, improve your personal development, if you are, you know, struggling with I have so many things to do and I don't know how I'm going to get it done or I don't have time to get it done. It really helps you break down what's important and what you value and putting your energy towards those things and kind of just cutting out all the unnecessary activities that we typically fill our schedules with, right? So I want on this episode, I want to talk about um, a certain area in the book that talks about seasons. The chapter itself is called The Seasons of Life. And there was something in there that really kind of pointed out to me. So this episode is just going to be some valuable information for you. Hopefully you can benefit from it and take something away from our time together. But there's a part in here, um, I'm going to read, you know, through this chapter. Um... And it says, as you become more practiced at living on purpose, you'll become more conscious of the seasons in your life and how to work with them rather than against them. So I think we can all agree that we go through different seasons in our lives. You know, it's not always, excuse me, it's not always smooth. It's not always pretty and filled with roses. Sometimes you know, we go through a hard season, um, you know, a life transition, you know, you know, I'm sure as you're listening to me speak, you're thinking of those things that have happened in your life, or maybe a season that you're currently going through. um, And it changes. So it's important to know that you're not going to stay in the same season forever, it will change. um, But you have to learn how to get through it. So there's a verse that they reference in this book. It comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 1 through 8, and I'm going to read it to you because I love how these verses give a bigger perspective, okay? So we have some control um, in our lives, but it just gives you kind of a bigger picture, um, the grand scheme of things, and it goes like this. To everything there is a season, A time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, 
a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. And again, that's from Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. Um, there's a time and a place for everything. You know, everything in moderation. You know, there's a time where, you know, you should speak up and you should be vocal, but then you, there's a time where, you know, maybe silence is the best response or, you know, there's a time to laugh and be joyful in your season and everything is going great, but then maybe you lose someone you love or someone passes away and you have a time of mourning, a time of hurting and a time of healing. So um, that's just something to keep in mind that we're part of something way bigger um, than ourselves so then as I continue this chapter and as I kept reading um, they reference a river and I'm going to read you what they talk about so that way you can fully understand um, the analogy here so imagine you're in a boat on a river some stretches of the river are smooth and quiet other parts are turbulent and filled with rapids most of the river is an endless converging and mixing of currents and conditions that inevitably move you along. How do you react? So, I mean, answer that question for yourself. If you were in a boat on a river and the river is, you know, smooth at some points and then all of a sudden you see the rapids and there's rocks and things are in the way, how do you react as you go along the river? So, you know, the river is symbolic of our lives, um, how we were just talking about seasons. It's not always smooth and it's not always bumpy. You get a pretty good mix of both. I'm sure sometimes you feel like you get more than the other, um, but it's never the same all the time. So they say in the book that people react as floaters, fighters, or navigators, right? So floaters passively resign themselves to accept the river in its present condition. They are the obsolete. They aimlessly go along for the ride. Do you know anybody like that? Do you know anybody, maybe it's you, that they're just like, go with the flow. They're, you probably look at them and look at their lives and think, why don't they take control of themselves, take control of their lives and do something? They're just kind of, eh, whatever happens, happens, right? So then it goes on to say, um, now we'll describe the fighters. They fight the forces of nature. These high achievers have victories from time to time, yet they fail to realize how little control they possess. Inevitably, the river's constant flow wears them down. They experience burnout, stress, depression, addiction, or many other manifestations of trying to control an indifferent river. So these people are your fighters. They're the ones that, I have all of the control. I'm not giving up until it's done. Um, 
you know, instead of, you know, accepting life as, you know, okay, let's see what I can do in the situation, they're always trying to change it. Always, you know, like a, like the book said, they um, experience burnout because they're constantly going, fighting the forces of nature, fighting the natural flow of things instead of, you know, so we have two extremes. You have the floater that's just going with the flow and doesn't care as much as they should. Or then you have the fighter that's doing way too much and needs to learn to relax and go with the flow. So it says, aren't we all really fighters or floaters to some degree? And then this is a dialogue between two people. So then the other man says, you're right. Whether we're naturally floaters or fighters isn't important. It is not important. What is important is our ability to develop into navigators, to become on-purpose persons. Hence, you know, the title of this book, The On-Purpose Person. It talks about being on purpose, doing things intentionally, and, you know, designing the life that you want to live. So, as an on-purpose person, as a navigator... We recognize we can't control the river. The best we can do is equip ourselves to navigate. We prepare and learn to read the river. We accept the givens and attempt to respond effectively and efficiently to the best of our ability. So whether you're a natural born fighter, a natural born floater, does not matter is what they're saying because we each have a tendency to lean one way more than the other way but what we should do all of us should learn how to be navigators we should learn how to like this book said read the current be able to take a step back look at our situation look at the scenario that we're in and decide okay how am I going to navigate myself through this season how am I going to get through and not be totally stressed or care enough, you know, to where I can get on the other side, get to my next um, destination. So on-purpose persons adjust the expression of go with the flow to know the flow, then go with the flow. So you can't just go with the flow aimlessly without you know, a care in the world and not knowing where you're going. Like, there, I feel, I mean, I'm sure there's maybe people out there, but I'm not a person that can just be like, okay, yeah, wherever life takes me or if I'm in the car with somebody and they're just like, oh, we're going, I don't know where, but we're just going, you know, that would probably give me some anxiety because I'd like to know where the destination is. I want to know how we're going to get there. How long are we going to be in this car? You know, all of that stuff. So know the flow, know the overall gist of the flow, then go with it. So we accept the river and its conditions, yet we have not resigned ourselves to the feudal determinism floaters, nor have we foolishly tried to change nature's course like the fighters. So what's the difference? So in this book, the man asks, what's the difference for the on-purpose persons? It's like, okay, that's great, but what do I do with that information now? So it says the difference is knowing the river, equipping ourselves, and harnessing these resources to work with the river. How is your boat equipped? Do you maneuver in the water by using your hands, a paddle, an oar, or an engine? 
to navigate? Do you have river maps? Do you have a guide? Or do you have experience? Or do you just sit and wait on the seat of your pants? Um, On-purpose persons don't have all of the equipment. We simply make the best of what resources we have available at the time. And we look for the means, methods, and resources to improve. So that paragraph right there was probably my favorite out of the whole chapter because it's like we don't have it all together and we don't always have everything that we need. You might get to a season in your life and it catches you totally by surprise. But, you know, it says that we have to make the best of what resources we do have, you know? So what do you have in your boat? If something hits, if some, you know, if you're going through something in life, like what resources do you have? Do you have a friend that you can call on? Do you have a, um, you know, maybe a book that you can read to help you, you know, get through it? What resources, what are you going to do? Um, how are you going to be proactive is a great word. Um, you know, to navigate through your river, to navigate through the season that you're in, because you know that it's coming and you know that, okay, I accept the fact that I'm on this life journey, I'm on this river and it's going to be wild and crazy and not always the same. But what resources, what do you have in your boat that you can use to your advantage to help you along that river? So, um goes on to say it sounds a lot like continuing personal development and that's exactly it the experiences and knowledge inside our minds can never be taken from us these plus our talents and giftedness are especially suited for a special fit or purpose in this world when times get tough we navigate as best we can or we get more experienced or we get a more experienced navigator to guide us. We know our lives have a needed purpose. We go toward the challenges with a perspective of expecting growth, development, and equipping. We succeed more frequently than before. The exploration you've experienced has been in three steps, new beginning, the plan, and simplify. You are now equipped as never before to harness the power of the river. You are already on your way, now it's time for a reality check on your destination. So um, that last part is going into the next chapter um, of this book, but it's like you, you learn as you go and each time you get better. So it talks about, you know, your experiences and your knowledge that can never be taken away from us. The things that you know are always going to be with you um, and no one can take it from you, as well as your talents and your gifts. And your gifts. Um, I will say, though, that if you don't put your talents to use, if you don't put your purpose or your gifts to use, um, they will become dormant and they'll wither away. You want to use your talents and your gifts and your purpose not only to better yourself, but to better the people around you. You don't know who could use some of what you have. You don't know who you can encourage. You never know who you're going to meet that, um, you know, needs a little bit of, you know, inspiration or help with something and you just might be amazing at whatever they need, you know? At the same time, there might be someone 
someone watching you from afar you know you you don't know that they're watching like kids for example I have a daughter and I know that she's watching me even if that's not like the main focus you know that I'm consciously thinking okay she's watching she's watching but I know in the back of my mind that I need to conduct myself a certain way because she's watching you know I want to be an inspiration to her a motivation to her an encouraging person um, you know, and ultimately that's how they learn, and those are some things that they pick up. So whether it's your kids or a coworker, a family member, a friend, a neighbor, um, you know, you never know who's watching, and you never know who's going to need maybe some of your gifts and talents. So as we go along this river, as we go along this journey called life, we navigate as best we can each time, and each time we get more experienced. Um, ourselves or we grab someone that's an experienced navigator too you know someone that's a mentor to you you know someone that maybe is a little bit older than you that you can look up to for wisdom that um, you know you can ask questions and they can kind of guide you through certain things you know having those people around you and in your space and as a resource for you to use um is a great is a great thing you know because I feel like we all need someone like that in our lives I have several to be honest um, and I just love them to pieces because when I'm going through something I know I can call them or text them or meet up you know for coffee with them and they're gonna they're gonna walk me through whatever the situation is whether it be something I want to hear or not you know because I'm not always right and sometimes they're going to tell you things that are, that are uncomfortable or unpleasant, but their wisdom and their experiences are going to help you get through it um, a lot easier and a lot faster. So we go towards the challenges with a perspective of expecting growth, development, and equipping. Um, I know there's a verse in the Bible, I don't remember exactly where it is, but it talks about, you know, enduring your hardships because you know from it you're going to build endurance and character and it's going to stretch your faith so although some things in life might be uncomfortable or they might be you know a you're in a crazy rapid season you know where the rocks are all over the place and the water is rough um just know that if you go through it knowing like hey I'm gonna get something from it what can I learn from this how am I gonna get better you know what is the lesson that's to be learned you know how can I help others with this um you're gonna grow so expect growth expect development expect to get better each time you go through something and then don't be selfish with your learnings don't be selfish with the um like the things that you learned don't be selfish um with your resources you know if someone you might meet someone that's going through a similar situation or the exact same situation um you know share what you've learned say hey this is what helped me this is the book that i read this is you know how i dealt with it i know it's tough but you're going to make it you know so don't be selfish with those things share you know, with the people around you, because like I said before, you never know who's going to need it. Um, and it's and it's amazing how 
you know, God lines up the right people at the right time. So that was um, the chapter that really stood out to me, something that was on my heart that I really wanted to share. And I hope that you were able to pick a few nuggets from it. Hopefully it blesses you and you were able to, um, you know, take something and apply it to your life. Maybe you need to get this book yourself. It's called The On Purpose Person by Kevin W. McCarthy. And just read it. Like I said, it's a really quick read. Um, I'm sure they have it available on audiobook somewhere. I don't really like audiobooks, so I don't, I'm not too familiar. But if that's your thing, I'm sure they have it there as well. So check it out. Or if you have any other questions for me, feel free to reach out to me. I'll put all of my contact info in the description but I just wanted to leave you with those encouraging words and some tools um, you know on how to navigate and how we should navigate through our river called life so that's all from me today thank you all for joining me and I will talk to you on the next one